this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it. Here we are again with the one and only Miss Sarah Frazier. Oh my God. David, I love you. Only this time I have COVID. Ugh, I'm glad we're virtual, honey. I don't want to give you COVID. Well, okay. First of all, I've already had it. And second of all, you're now in Los Angeles, honey, city of angels and dreams and everything. David, you have to get here. I'm telling you, you and I would fit in so well here. I mean, that's why I moved here. The other day, I'm walking around the neighborhood with my son, and there is like a 1978 Ranchero abandoned in Beverly Hills, filled with stuffed animals sitting in lawn chairs. Only in LA, honey. Only in LA. First of all, I love stuffed animals. So listen, when you're over the COVID, we're going to go have lunch at Craig's. I'm going to come. Lala was just at Craig's with like Josh Flagg. We'll like do a little Craig's visit. I tell you this, I am going to, I do know a guy who owns a really beautiful recording studio in Sherman Oaks. And I'm almost wondering if we could do, it's kind of an intimate space, but I'm almost wondering if we should do a meetup with just like 25 or 30, like sell tickets, like 30 people. It's probably not big enough though. Cause we need like a bigger space. Cause we're going to have a guest. I told you I have some, we'll get like an OC housewife. I'll call in a favor. But I think we need like a hundred seats. Don't you think we need like a hundred seat place because we're going to be able to sell tickets? Really? I don't know. Do people really put their money where their mouth is? I feel they don't. Okay. Maybe 50 seats, but I do think we could fill a 50 room. I do. For everyone listening to me and Sarah, reach out to each of us independently. Will you show up at our in-person recording in Los Angeles? It will be in Los Angeles. Is anyone going to come to this? 
I'm ready for it. Okay, well, listen, you. you're back. Okay, let's talk. We got a lot to talk about. Is David, there anything to talk about other than Salt Lake City? We have to start. We have to start. I have a thousand questions for you on this Jenny Newen drama. A thousand. Well, let's hope I can answer it because listen, <laughs> I mean, first of all, you know, Salt Lake had its high and some idiot is like I was trying to show me up because I've been talking about housewife ratings slipping and blah, blah. Don't fucking try to show me up. Okay. Like everything I say, I can change within a minute. This is housewives. Beverly Hills had a great season and Salt Lake, although the ratings are still not great for Salt Lake, they just had blockbuster. They had the highest ratings ever of the like episode where Jen Shaw got physical with Lisa Barlow, or you could say Lisa got physical with Jen. Let's say it both ways, everybody. That's right. I mean, I, I would think this solidifies their ratings because who has the highest ratings in the franchise now? Beverly Hills, right? So for so, now, but let's see where it comes back to. But for last for 2021, yes. I think they are going to have the highest ratings. Um, I, I think it will be neck and neck. I don't think Atlanta has the cash. I, I'm sorry, but without Nene, I'm just not as interested. I love Candy. I know we're going to talk about her new, her new show later on. But for me, OC, I mean, you know, every week that goes by, it's just something new and something. I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. Salt Lake is so... Listen, I mean, Salt Lake is so good. Okay, where do you want to begin? Because I'm also, you know, I came after Mary Cosby the last time we talked really hard, and you know, she is now beloved after doing this Twitter space, which I just, I, I don't get. I do not get the internet, like, and I don't get the internet with this whole Jenny thing, like. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, everybody was after Mary for the comment about Jenny's eyes, and now, now it's like Jenny. I mean. Yes. What she posted, her apology was terrible. It was poorly done. What she posted was awful. It was racist. It was, you know, it's, it was ignorant. And what unfortunately of some people in this country believe, right. But David, were you shocked? Like they all unfollowed her. I mean, I'm talking Lisa Barlow gone. Heather unfollowed her. Jet. I mean, is anyone else like they turned on her ass real quick. What is the internet saying about Mary? Because I know there's, yes, there are sirens in New York City. Sorry, everybody. But there are, I mean, what is the internet saying about Mary? Why are they loving her now? Because well, of that, Mary, I'm not. Mary did a Twitter space, I'm going to say a week ago, right? Like, Which like, a, like, a, like a town hall, like let me speak to everyone. Well, Twitter space is essentially the competitor to Clubhouse. You and I know what Clubhouse oh. is like. So it's this like audio forum, right? So she jumps on and starts answering questions. I think it was a part of a panel or whatever. Anyway, she comes on, she starts answering questions. She essentially says she did not participate in the reunion because it was all lies. And she wasn't going to show up and be a part of this. And, and she knew they were all going to be coming for her to me. And then people were like, good for you, Mary. And then she essentially said she's a huge Nini fan, all this stuff. And people like loved that. And now everyone was like, I love Mary Cosby. I ride for her. I'm like, wait a minute. This woman essentially gaslit you all by saying like, oh, they lie about me. So I'm not going to share my truth on a four-part reunion, which I'm being paid to do. And people all think that's great. I'm like, what? So do they love her though? Like to her face for the moment? And are they still, you know what I mean? Like, cause when you're face to face, like 
notice me. Everyone loves everyone in my experience when I look at these comments that people leave for people. Was it like that or they still are loving Mary? Listen, there's a lot of questions out there. I'm not saying one, like two wrongs don't make a right, but there's a lot of chatter of like, is this a double standard that like everyone's coming so hard for Jenny? And I mean, is anyone coming hard for Mary anymore? Like, I, I agree. Uh, no, I don't think anyone is coming hard for Mary anymore, um, which is fascinating to me. I think it just shows you how fast the news cycle is. Like people are already moved on. I just, the, the thing that gives me a little bit of pause with this whole Jenny thing is I kind of take it that maybe these women, maybe Jenny's like not a very nice person because they all seem really quick to put out statements. They all seem to like, a lot of them unfollowed her. I, I, I don't even know. I know Mary unfollowed her, Lisa unfollowed her, Heather unfollowed her. Meredith absolutely unfollowed her. <laughs> so I guess I'm just but, like- Or is it like, is it like- we're so tied to housewives and the money and the fame that like, you know, we didn't know that Mary was not going to be back. She's like a major Salt Lake housewife and Jenny's our little throwaway housewife. So we're all going to turn our back on her. Is that it? Here you go. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good theory. I mean, she had a one season. It was, she grew on me during the season, but she didn't have like a breakout. She's not, you know, Erica Jane that we're not firing Lisa Rinna, Dubrow. I mean, is Jenny just like a, just, throw away like now I could be pro BLM and I'm not saying that they're not I'm just saying like is it that is high it an opportunity like, yeah right yeah maybe maybe I, I, I just was shocked that none of them had anything you know I would have thought them saying like look what she said was disgusting we are you know I, I don't endorse this I want no part of it I, you know this was so racist and ignorant but Jenny is a good person at heart I hope she learns from this because this is my other thing to like our audience, right? That I'd be curious about. So Jenny had deleted this, this Facebook page, right? And these, these posts um, that were posted in 2020. So to me, she obviously knew she was either going to be on television or she knew that they were wrong. But when did she, are we sure of when she, because I've seen two different things. I've seen she deleted this. And then I've seen other people say, bitch, you deleted it this morning after the story was run. I, I, I don't know which, oh. I haven't investigated it, but I read something else that was like, you deleted it after this came out this morning. I don't oh. know if that's true, but I've read that in a number of places. Well, that makes sense because I thought, oh, the, what I had read is she had deleted it a while ago, that this this Facebook had been deleted at some time, but somebody had screenshotted these. Maybe. And then, you know, when she, so I don't know, you're right. Cause I thought, but I think apology, you might be right too. I thought her, like to me, these people fail so much on their apologies because I just would have gone live on camera or like a pre recorded video and I would have been like, all right, I deleted this when I knew I was going to be on the show because it was brought to my attention. My feelings have changed. I knew it was racist. I shouldn't have posted it. I was really impassioned by our country and where our country was at. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's, I don't know. So maybe well, she's I, racist and she believes I, that. Cause like, right. Like I do think that the world could change. Like you could, I do believe you could authentically say things and not have like hate or racist intentions. And then you like, I've learned, I've told this to Ebony. I've learned stuff from watching real housewives of New York that I never knew. And so not like, oh my God, I'm nervous. Let me go delete stuff. It's more like, huh, 
I never would have thought that was racist, but I get it now. I have learned something. And I, so, I mean, is it possible? I'm not defending Jenny, but is it possible? Like you could say something and then say, wow, like, yeah, I didn't of course. think like, that was racist. And I'm not I just like, I had moments like that of like, wow. Like I never understood what a micro my, microaggression was. Like I never understood that like, silence equals or like I've learned stuff since this world yeah. has changed not like I'm a horrible person but more like huh I would have said I wasn't racist but maybe like my white privilege maybe this was huh interesting so I mean maybe that's it too that Jenny like you know was like wow well, I, I was hoping how bad for this was that moment in the apology because I think we, we didn't get that, that moment now right right and I think people you know, it still hurts, but I think people understand that, you know, you can say things like, you know, if you're caught up in a moment and you're angry and, and lots of times to your point, like how you have a genuine friendship with Ebony and certainly other friends of mine over the years of color have said this to me. Yeah. We, sometimes you just don't think, you know, and I I post things like years ago, I thought were funny and you're right. I didn't think they were microaggressions, but then when someone says, oh, this like happened to me or whatever, you're like, oh, all right. I never even thought about that, you know? So. Right. Or it's like, you're just kind of like, why is this offensive to you now? To me, it's like, no, like I get it. Like I get why it is. I get it. I mean, driving while black is a real thing. You know, that is, that is a real thing. And I think for her to you know, you know, it, it was just so ignorant and hurtful and racist to say that. And I wanted her to just say, look, you know, I, yeah, I, again, I thought these had been deleted before she was on the show. So I, her, I still like, think you're right, but I've read somewhere that someone's like, oh, you deleted this morning, but I don't, I think I agree with you. I think it was leaving the past. So, but right. And I'm not saying that means pure intentions, like, right. That she learns that. I mean, it very well could be like, shit, I'm going to be on this show. I better do some deep diving that's the thing you don't really know, right? What their intentions are. And then I, I don't know. I think to me, it always speaks of your character. If somebody comes in and goes, Hey, what she said was ignorant. Um, but she's a really good person and it sucks that she's going through this, but it was interesting. None of her cast members did that. So I was just like, Hmm, are they not really at all friends? Do they, is Jenny not a good person? I don't know. And it's like, so there's been a lot of things. So I guess now, listen, you, you know, when these things happen, Bravo picks up the phone and calls. So the rumor of how it all unfolds is apparently, I think they were told, do not speak until we are allowing you to speak. And I don't know if you know this, like Jen Shaw spoke. And then that's when it was like, Jen is fired because someone's like, are you coming back? And she's like, well, I was until I commented. Jen is still coming back. They're, they're filming season three, like right this minute. It's already- so Jenny's still on. Jenny's on. Is Mary back or not? What are you hearing about? No, that? and like the room, I mean, oh. people are saying like, okay, Jenny's on just enough to like clear this up and then kick her <laughs> to the curb. People were then saying Jen Shaw was fired because she said, well, I've only, I was until I commented, but maybe she got a ding. Like Kelly says she got fined $16,000 for her Drunk Wives Matter. Maybe, maybe Jen Shaw got a little ding. Like we told you not to speak and you did. So you get like a thousand dollar fine, tis tis. But now they all have the, they've all been given the green light to make their comments. Now there's all this other stuff. Now people are coming on the cast after Lisa Barlow. Jen Shaw's come after Lisa Barlow to be like, A, you brought this into our house. And B, isn't this your good friend? So now Jen Shaw is saying like, you know, you're not standing by your friend, whether you think this is disgusting or not. 
shouldn't you be at least like, what type of friend are you? So it's getting, it's getting complicated on so many levels because Jed Shaw's now being like, so Lisa Barlow, this is your actual friend. You're the one who's friends with her. That's why she's here. You mean this isn't, this isn't like that casting, like Ramona's friend, Bershawn, where they've never met before, except, I mean, this really is Lisa's friend in real life. So it's kind of like Jen Shaw's like, well, what a shitty friend you are. Whether this is a bad thing that she did, but shouldn't you be standing by your real life friend? It is such a shit show. It's such a shit show on that, which of course I will continue to watch every single bit of it, but. And no, um, Mary's not back. Mary's, Mary's gone. Really, she's gone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel.
I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. I know. Amazing. Just go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo. Or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of paying hundreds you'd pay at a frame store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use code VELVET to get an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, use promo code VELVET. Framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. Protein powders can be so intimidating, but the fact is, we all need protein. The thing I love best about Ritual, besides the great taste, is the ease. It's a super flexible subscription service, and it's so easy to incorporate Ritual into your daily life. You just add water, shake, and sip. If you think I have any time between hosting this podcast and living life to worry about protein powders and health, I don't. Ritual makes it so simple. And you can choose from three thoughtful formulas when 20 grams of pea protein per serving. The Daily Shake 18, the Daily Shake 50, and the Daily Shake Pregnancy and Postpartum. I also love that Ritual is just the good stuff. There's no added sugar, no sugar alcohols, soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Ready to shake up your ritual? My listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash velvet. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash velvet today for 10% off your first three months. Wow. What do you think, by the way? What do you think over the past, you know, because because we, we did our deep dive into her. Lots of things have come out recently about her. I mean... Do you think Mary just fades off into the sunset? Do you think anyone cares? I think, you know, the attention span for drama and celebrity passes quickly. I think that everyone in cancel culture, that there is no such thing. You come back, like Stassi hired those people, rebranded herself. Now Stassi's a mom. Her entire podcast is with her husband and her child's about being a mom. And it's more followers than ever. And it's on Patreon. I don't know how much money she's making, but like, I feel that the outrage for the American drama lasts with a lot of people, but I think the collective group gets over it. So I feel that Mary really is gone, but I feel, you know, there's the rumor she took down her church sign. That there's no really? Church. Oh yeah. But Ooh. I do. Uh, yeah. I feel, but I, I agree with you. I don't think Mary was worried about the racism stuff. I think she was worried about looking into the books and all this. And Mary totally. like, I have a real thing over here and I'm not, you know, I'm getting, you know, $6,000 an episode people and, you know, listen, if she's going to walk away from her $18,000 for the reunion, I think there's a lot more money there. And she's just like, don't you come. I don't know if it's IRS or just the gifts that she gets in Chanel, but people, she's like, don't look. Oh, I agree. I agree. Do you think that, listen, I think that the producers and Bravo are probably happy. Like it, it eliminates them having to make a cast change 
And I think Mary stuck out. Like, I think she was the, but I mean, like Ramona sticks out, but I think it was like, like a, when Vicky got to be Vicky, it's all about Vicky. I think it was yeah. all about like, Mary is not in the ensemble. Her scenes are alone. So I think Bravo and producers are not shedding a tear at all. They're like, we don't need to fire anyone now. Like our cast change is made. Mary's gone and nobody, I think from a corporate point of view and producing point of view, they don't care. Like the show's going to go. Listen, I think Mary was an epic housewife. I think she was great and gave us what she wanted, but I think that nobody cares and it's going to just like, they're not missing a beat. Look what they have to. So, I mean, I do think she's gone for real and it's over. And yeah, I think that she'll be one of those housewives. Look, we still bring up, I mean, Kate Kelly Bensimone and Alex McCoy. Like, we'll always remember Miss Cosby, but I think Mary is really, just like you said, didn't know what she was signing up for and just is like, oh, this is how it works and just get me out of, you know, well, it was to her for being like, I'm not going to the fucking reunion. Everyone says that. And then they go, she's like, why would I sit there and, and go through this? And, you know, by the way, did I, did we talk last time about how like Erica Jane rumor apparently got $275,000 for the reunion? Did I tell you this? No. In addition to her salary. That's what I read. And so total her 600,000 plus this is everything. She made like one point something from Beverly Hills last year. So like you look at like Erica showed up and went through hell. Well, she's not going to lose her job. And I mean, for $275,000, you, you answer those questions, baby. You, she was great. Answer Mary's like, yeah, take your fucking 18,000. I I'll go sell a Chanel. Like what the hell do I care? Well, I mean, look, I think, I think Mary is making $18,000 a month, if not more off the church and, you know, knows where her bread is buttered. I think Mary, like we talked about on the last episode, you know, she took this on before the Erica Jane stuff happened before Jen Shaw, you know, I think she's seen there before house the housewife crumbled. and the hustler before the housewife and the Shaw shocker. Yeah. I think I think she she's want a special. Yeah. The housewife she's and next. the housewife and the church evangelista or whatever you want to call it. I think she's, I really think she might still be next, but I think she was next. Mary and her grandfather. And yeah, they, she did not want that. Mm-mm. So, but this, there is this, that's where the double standard comes in and people are upset in that. Would we have fired Mary? Would, would Bravo have fired her for these, you know, saying Jenny's eyes are slanted? Listen, I think it was just as bad when she said in the kitchen to Lisa, like, you know, Jen reminds me of like those Mexicans. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but she said that. Like, regardless of what you say after that, using the word those Mexicans, it's like, how is that not cringeworthy? And then to add in that, that she's a thug and tie that to now Mexicans are thugs and just the word those Mexicans, it's like, oh my God, I don't know if Mary would have gotten fired. And I don't know if all the girls would have unfollowed her. Like, I don't know. And so now, you know, there's a petition online. It only has a hundred yes. signatures, but there's a petition to, at least as of like the day ago, it's only a petition to fire Jenny. And a uh, lot of people are saying, how is Jenny filming? So it's like, I don't know. Like, is that a double standard? If everyone's beloved by Mary now and everyone's so outright, I'm not condoning anything that Jenny did. I'm just like, I don't know how it's so different. I think you make a good point. And I just don't think they're gonna, I don't know. Maybe they will fire Jenny because what do you think with Dallas? Do you think the racism things with Brandy ended up hurting that brand? And, and, um, Oh my God. What was it? Prescott there? No. Uh, well, I have a Dallas housewife coming up. We just recorded it a few days ago. Another one. I 
think, and I talk about this on this episode with the mm-hmm. Dallas Housewife, I think that it's no, I don't think they care. I think it's that it's tied to New York. I don't know why no one ever said this. I truly believe this, that the time Dallas was canceled is when New York ratings were plummeting and it's because everyone says ebony was talking about race which i mean i love ebony but the perception is no one wanted to hear about race on housewives and the ratings were plummeting and then i think you have a reunion where there's a lot of race drama between tiffany and cam and if dallas came back with tiffany and cam this race would have been an issue and they're like why are we trying to take a low-rated housewife series and bring it back when in New York, we have a race issue and the ratings suck. So now we're taking another show and bringing it back where the ratings also suck and we have to deal with race in the first seven episodes or three. I think they're just like, I mean, listen, I think there's a lot of other reasons why Dallas was canceled, but I think New York City had a reason to do with why Dallas was canceled. And it's because there was unfinished business between Cam and Tiffany as there is now, it's not resolved. So it would have, I mean, the rumor was Deandra was coming back, Tiffany was coming back and Cam was coming back. And Stephanie, Brandy and Carrie Brigham were fine. That's 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 mm. my very good source tells me. So I think that has a lot to do with it. So I don't think I do think Bravo picks and chooses what it decides to terminate for racism. I mean, they haven't terminated anyone anytime recently. What? Okay, why why was Kelly Dodd from OC gone? I think because of Heather. I think you know. Listen, I think she said oh. on my show like it's politics, and I think. She was yeah. problematic. I think that all weighed into it. But I think Heather coming back got Kelly fired, period. She's, she would never have worked with Kelly. I don't know. Would he- Kelly have been bad? I mean, also the OC sucked last season and they need to change things up. I mean, getting rid okay. of Bronwyn, it, that's really clear, right? Oh, that was a good move. Yeah, oh, she was. Yeah, I know. She God. just, uh, I don't know. I, that's, I'm telling you, I still TV. can't watch Noella. I can't look at her and not think of Bronwyn. She's the same person to me. It's cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. I don't not like you, Noella. I just, I just, I just, oh, it's so thirsty. It's so thirsty. <laughs> it's acting like her one liners and, oh, um, but I don't know. I mean, I think that Salt Lake, I think they'll replace Mary. I think they're filming now. Mm. And I think that they're dealing with all this and all the girls, Meredith made a statement, like I can speak more now and trust me, this will be addressed. So yes, they basically all unfollowed her. They all made statements against her. And yeah, now Jen is like, Lisa, you are a fucking shitty ass friend because this is your friend and you shouldn't be making a statement. You should, because what you did was disgusting, but like, yeah, but it's your friend, right? Like, are there any redeeming? And maybe they're not. I'm just asking this. Are there any redeeming qualities about Jenny? I mean, it just doesn't seem like anyone has anything good to say. So I, I don't know. I'm just and like- I've said this before. Like, I will stand by this, that like, I've had friends that have gone to jail. I mean, I'm friends with, you know, Kim D over here and Josie people. But like, I can be friends with you and say, I don't agree with you. This is yeah. disgusting. But once you are my friend- the loyalty is there. You can kill someone. You can steal. I will stand by you as a friend. I don't support your racism or any of your thoughts in your head. This is a real problem, but I will stand by you as a friend. I don't agree with anything you just did. Right. I mean, I can separate those two. So it's, I mean, a lot of you know, people like you're I mean, making I, you a know. statement against a really good friend of yours. That's a little, it is a little strange to me. It is. 
I, I just, I think that is strange too. And like I said, I just, I, I think everybody wanted more from her apology and, you know, I, I don't know, you and I talk on camera all the time. So when I do apologies, I really, I've learned my lesson. Like you need to just, I, I feel like I need to just get on camera and, or like on my podcast and like tell people, you know, exactly what's on my heart. I think people just wanted more of that, like from her, especially because she was on the receiving end of racism this, you know, this semester, this semester, this, um, season. And, you know, I think even now a video, um, about, Jenny standing up against Asian hate has come out. So people are like, they just wanted more. And I, I understand that, but I, I'm just, I'm like, wow, this, this franchise. Oh my God. There's not a moment of. Well, like, first crap. of all, that's the difference is like when you get on camera and you're like, I, I agree. I feel like when I apologize and get on camera, it's heartfelt. So you can't give more if you are like, I better issue a statement because I don't want to lose my job and have America well, hate me. And you don't, that's the thing. No one feels it. No one's feeling this apology. That's the thing. And maybe they told her, maybe maybe she had to have that statement pre-approved. I mean, that's the stuff we don't know. I, I've, you know. I believe you do. I really believe that whether she wrote it or Bravo wrote it. I mean, Jax Taylor has come out and said, I didn't write my termination. That was from Bravo. And Brittany and I. See, I hate I think that's, I think that puts everybody in a shitty position. I mean, look, I've been there. I've, you know, I've gone viral for the wrong reasons for a a news story that people perceived as being very racist at the time. I was like, why, you know, that was never my intention in learning. You know, I got where people I'm like, oh, okay. You know, in seeing how outraged people were, I was like, okay, I can see why people were upset about this. And I was told the same thing. Don't apologize. Do not say anything. And I really like, I ended up apologizing, but it was like a couple of days later. And I learned my lesson, like regardless of a fucking job or paycheck or whatever, like I should have gone on the next day and said exactly what was in my heart. Like, holy shit, you know, I had no idea, you know, I I get it. I'm so sorry. Like this was a rushed segment. We weren't thinking like, you know. And they were like, do not say so. I mean, look, I were like, do not, you better not. I mean, they threatened us with everything. And then finally I was like, look, I, I'm in a different position than two of the other reporters that were on the segment. You know, I was, this is my life. I had another business. I lost two sponsors. You know, I had two sponsors call me and pulled. They were businesses that were predominantly run by people of color. They were very upset about it, which I can understand. And they pulled their business. And I was like, I, this is because I genuinely did not believe, you know, I didn't want to hurt anyone. And, you know, I could see how we were wrong. So I was like, I, we should apologize, you know? Um, but look, I have no idea what Jenny's situation, you know, everybody's different. Some people really need that paycheck and they have to do what is told. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My journey for learning a new language is going well, and that's because I have Babbel. I've chose to turn to Babbel to learn Italian, but you could learn up to 14 languages from Babbel. Spanish, French, Italian, German, and so on and so forth. Anyone who knows me knows that I've been to 55 countries, and Babbel comes in so handy when I'm traveling. 
Yes, I actually use the languages I learned from Babbel in other countries. The whole process is so addictive, fun, fast, and easy. The app is great. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code VELVETROPE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code VELVETROPE. Babbel, the language for life. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. In Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. On Wondery's podcast, Even the Rich, co-hosts Brooke and Arisha share the stories behind some of the most famous and infamous celebrities in history, from Queen Madonna to Britney Spears to the Kardashians. And in an all-new season, they investigate the shocking kidnapping of heiress Patty Hearst. This show is part history. I've learned a lot about Patty Hearst that I didn't know. Part comedy, part gossip, and completely fascinating. And if you want more Brooke and Arisha in your life, they're the perfect guides to give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip on Rich and Daily. Man, and we have a lot going on in the celebrity world. I mean, Britney versus Jamie Lynn uh, is literally, I didn't see this one coming and I cannot get enough. Brooke and Arisha cover it. And really, I love their new season of Rich and Daily where they talk about the Patty Hearst case. Listen to Even the Rich, Patty Hearst, and Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. That, I mean, look, it didn't feel like a heartfelt apology to it me. It didn't. It didn't. That was the shitty part. And to your point, this is who knew Salt Lake would be the... I mean, I knew. I loved it all along. This this franchise has so much life left in it. Yeah, it does. It really There's does. This is like Beverly Hills where it ended with Erica last season and they're like, we're going to start filming tomorrow. And then Dory Thomas broken it too. This is like, they were like, get the camera. Like, they're, they're filming. Yeah. They're like, Jenny, just this just came out. Film right now. And wait, Jen Shaw just spoke out against her. And now Lisa, and they're like, film now. But Meredith made another statement just saying like, I'm saying even more and just give me time. It's all going to come out, but they're apparently addressing it. So that's the thing. Does anyone care now about Mary? Like we've moved on to another controversy in Salt Lake. Mary is the winner in all this, but I do think, you know, I hope for Mary, her business and everything is on the up and up. I hope it's nothing but good things, but I do wonder if, you know, more is going on there. Like well, if somebody is beginning to look into things, that's all well, I look. Wonder. This Dallas housewife that I have coming up, she just said the same thing. And I do agree with this. It's like when like 
Monique Samuels quit and she quit. She's on the short list of housewives that have quit. You know, I've had her on my show and she's just like, you know, the, the, right. Like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Monique says she quit because she went to the reunion and she's like, oh, I get it. I get it. Next season is not my redemption. Next season is more. I have no control over this fucking edit. I'm coming yeah. back for more. So to Mary's point, whether she, yes, she got fired because she didn't show up for the reunion, but it really was her not showing up. She knew what was going to happen. Like Mary would have had no different result. We would have had cult and church and this would have continued and racism. So Mary is saying like, you're going to do it to me again. I'm not saying that's, I support Mary. I'm just saying like, she would have got the same, like, let's talk about racism in your church. And this is a fucking cult. I mean, she is smart to walk away. There's no win here. I feel yeah. there's no win. There's very few winners in Housewives at all. You got to get in there and just use it for everything that it's worth. I mean, Luann won. Luann's won. Beth, I mean, Luann has a cabaret now. That Bethany's really, won. Luann's won. Bethany's I mean, I feel won. like Lisa um, Rinna has won. I feel like Kyle Richards has totally won. Right. And there's Lisa, winners. I mean, there really are winners. Honestly, I feel like Erica Jane will win. I really do. I feel like Erica yeah. Jane is going to go on to marry an even richer, like really wealthy guy. Like, I just think she runs in those circles. I think there's something edgy and that you want to watch about her. Um, you know, I mean, Lisa and, Vanderpump was winning before. She's winning after. And we didn't so forgive think- Erica, but you know what? People have moved on. They're like, no one, you know, people don't like Erica. They don't forget about the victims, but we're not having a season of Erica's shit again. We're not. It's not, it's going to be an ensemble. And when things happen in Erica's life, I guess we'll hear about it. She'll say to Kyle over a martini, yeah, I got another hearing. It's not going to be the same season. They're not, it's not going to be the Eric Bash Erica season. People might do it and say they're not going to watch, but the edit's not going to be that for Erica. So we're already as a society kind of moving on from her drama. No, it's true. And I think with Erica, there'll always be a big shadow of like, well, did she really know Mm -hmm. or did she just never question anything? You know, because I mean, I do agree with her. Tom, you know, and you've had guests on you know, you've had very prominent guests. Oh my God. Um, who's the very Gloria famous Allred or Lisa Blum. Gloria Allred. I mean, Gloria Allred is a big fucking deal in LA and nationwide. And Gloria Huge. knew him and was like, I cannot believe it. He was so prominent. He was so well-respected. I mean, you know, it wasn't like he was a charlatan, you know, I mean, until obviously he was, but you know, I, I think that that lends to like, well, you know, I mean, Erica probably didn't question him. I would agree with that. I still just think Jen Shaw, I mean, the difference is, is she allegedly did this oh. and she does not understand what's. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like I, I think Jen Shaw is going leave, to jail. Yeah. I think she's going to jail and you're not yeah. going to leave the show. You're not. I, no. I saw because you need the money. I saw something the other day that said, mark our words. I forgot who said this. Jen Shaw will be the first housewife where they will film in jail. I don't think, I don't even know if you physically, I don't know if you can, I I don't know if you can. I I really don't. God, that would be historic. But that's the thing. Like, are we now heading into like such a heightened, like, you know, things change all the time. Like, is there now a way for a major reality show to film in jail? I don't think so. Cause even like when the situation went to court, I mean, they, the way outside, I don't think you can go into a courtroom or a jail yet. I really don't. God, wouldn't that be great though? Wouldn't you watch Jen Shaw in jail for 18 months? I would. 100. Like, I mean, 
just Jen Shaw trying to do her makeup, melting down Skittles. Like I would totally watch that. And let me, that would be amazing. <laughs> I mean, I actually like the melting down Skittles. And let me tell you, I mean, like she this is no down oh, red Skittles nice. putting on that lip. Like, you know, I mean, she'd be down there. She'd be doing makeup tutorials, hair tutorials live Listen, from jail. Jen Shaw is going to, she is going to run that fucking jail. Okay. She's going to have these girls working, giving her some of the commissary money. She's going to get those braids back in. Maybe she'll take a lover. Like Jen Shaw is <laughs> going to do, she's going to do well for herself in jail, but she's, I, Again, I, I don't see how she can not get jail time. And I still I agree. I don't think that she like I do think Erica understands her what could happen way more than Jen. I do. I don't think Jen really Erica has more to lose, I think. It. You know, like, but Jen Shaw is and doesn't Jen Shaw give you lesbian vibes a little bit? Like, I feel like Jen gives me prison I'm lesbian. Sorry. Vibes. Those that showing up in court with that, those braids, that was like, that will go down as a classic, like Teresa pushing Andy, Teresa pushing the table, you know, no, I think that she really could. Is there something about Jen and coach that just don't seem like they don't seem that into each other, you know, like physically or anything. So I'm like, mm, and coach ain't it. so bad, you know, Salt coach Lake, I have to say, right. As far as house husbands, Salt Lake has three three, which is more than almost any other franchise right now. I, I, I would do, what do, you John, do Seth? I would do John Barlow first. Oh, John Barlow's so boring to me. Ugh. No, but he's cute. Oh God. He's like and the then, boring white guy ever. No, but he's cute. When I was done, I would probably do Seth second. And then I would do coach a very close third. I would not touch Whitney's Just husband hot. with like a 10 foot. Oh, I don't even know his name. I can't. Me either. I don't even know his name. And I cannot. Like, I hope he is awesome in bed because he is just so unattractive. Coach Shaw is not. And the other day I was like, when I was, whatever the last, I was like, Coach Shaw's kind of hot. You're not into Dewey? Like, I actually am attracted to Dewey. I no, would, I'm not. I would do. <laughs> I'm just, he's not for me. Seth and Coach are tied for me. And then it's Dewey. I actually find Dewey a hot. Oh my God. And John Dewey Barlow like for me is, John Barlow is everything john oh. and whitney's husband can go play golf boring i think the three hottest current house husbands are john barlow ralph Pittman jr trusadora's husband is fucking hot as hell i've had him on and i think evan goldschneider from jersey oh evan that's a good one yeah evan's cute evan's cute those are my um, three, baby. Those are, I'm going to stick I'm, with I'm my I'm sorry. Three. I'm into Mauricio. Like I want to smoke pot and sell Ugh. like $10 million homes. Like Mauricio is super hot to me. And actually in an old man who got hotter way, PK, like I'm sort of into PK. I love I'm going to throw up. The only <laughs> current house husband from Beverly Hills that I'm interested in do PK. doing now, I would do Harry Hamlin with those oh, glasses. So high. Yeah. Harry Hamlin. So distinguished. I know Harry is hot. I know. And you know, I mean, Harry, I think goes both ways, right? He goes, he's like, Harry will Does do it he? all. You don't think, you don't think Harry is like, that's been the rumor forever. You don't think Harry is like Loki gay and like they. Are you, just are you thinking like, of Richard Gere? No, I'm Harry. Really? Like, you haven't heard this? I have never heard this rumor in my life. What? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you remember when Lisa Renna went on the Sirius XM show and said that Harry liked a dildo in his ass? And then um, Lisa had to like backtrack because Harry was so pissed about that because he has a legit acting career. You don't remember this? Okay, someone Google it. Where's our producer? What the hell? What the hell Sirius show is that? Like, 
Howard Stern with Robin. I mean, like oh, it was Jenny McCarthy show. Hold on. Oh, Jenny struck pay dirt with that one. She must have been like um, thrilled. No, I did not hear this, and I never thought that there was anything rumored to be gay about Hamlin. No, never. Well, hold on. I you keep going. I will Google this. Salt Lake. So Salt Lake. That's Salt Lake. Now I want to share an update on Roni. The Roni casting because so Candace Bushnell from Sex in the City was on my show recently. And then Dunois with this gossip bullshit was like, did not listen to my show, but saw in the headline Roni because I asked, you know, Dorinda screaming, not well, bitch was towards Candace. And then Dunois starts this rumor about like Candace Bushnell is joining Roni. What do I know? But Candace said on my show, she has no interest in joining Roni. And she explained why. I have said this. I just want to like time date stamp this that right now we're in January. I'm just going to have to like the date we're in January. You guys might be hearing this in February, but let me just make it clear that what I've been saying for two years, I stand by, I've heard some other things this week. I stand by what I said that Leah, Ebony and Sonia are not coming back. I stand by that remote. Listen, prove me wrong. I don't care. I don't care if I'm right. I don't have a gossip podcast. I have an interview podcast, but from a very reliable source. Now, before they go on and, you know, I get misquoted, like our good listener, Marcus White, saying that I said, Roni is not coming back. Sonia, Ebony, and Leah, my prediction is will not be back. Luann will be back. Ramona will be back. And I have an update. We have a new friend of the one, the only Miss Tinsley Mortimer. Is this coming back? That's listen. I don't. Oh work my for god, Bravo. I love Tinsley. I don't I work for her. Bravo. I'm not Andy. I I I, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I will never know for sure. But but I believe that Tinsley will be back with Luann. And Ramona, I've said for about a year also that the only person on brand to bring back is Tinsley. So I'm not always right. I'm not Bethany. I'm not trying to always be right. But in this case, what I've been saying for the past year about Luann and Ramona and Tinsley being the only person on brand to come back is probably going to come true. 100% accurate. I'm going to leave it at that. No, there's not going to be any Dorinda. She's not on brand for where the show is going. Love her. And I can't even entertain these ridiculous Jill and all this other bullshit. It's not happening. Tinsley, Ramona, and Luann, and there will be four new people hired. Maybe one of them will be white, possibly, and the other three or all four will be diverse. That is the end of it. And that is what I am predicting is going to happen. And I don't care if anyone believes me or not, but I want you to save this episode. So when it does happen, can you at least send send me a gift or something? Okay, go on. Um, just to backtrack 2016, Jenny McCarthy radio show, Lisa Renna was on there talking about Harry, how Harry Hamlin likes a strap on. Um, and then she acknowledges that that interview got her in serious trouble. She swears that she always is in serious trouble, but her mouth makes her money. So there you go. Does that make him gay just because he likes a little bit of something over there? No, of course not. But I feel like there's always been that rumor about Harry Hamlin, but also, you know, they've been married for like 25 years, 26. I mean, come on, you know, are you really going to forego who you are? But no, I look, I think the reality is they're very happy. They're a great match, but there's just always been that. I think she sort of stoked that with the whole strap on thing. That's all. 
Well, I have never heard this, but now I'm going to have to go Google it after. So let's talk about Candy Burris's new show. Okay, let's talk about that. Uh, P.S. David Yontif, you need to do a deep dive. Page six, 2021 of October 14th. Lisa Renna makes fun of Harry Hamlin's gay lover rumors. Well, you that's, gay you lover. know why? No, that's because he was in that movie way back. He was in a movie that Andy Cohen references all the time, like from the 80s. What was that movie called? I mean, this is really bad that I don't know it. But if you Google Harry Hamlin gay movie it was a major it was with kate jackson from charlie's angels all of the millennials please tune off for the moment it's called making love i remember this movie making love with michael and i don't know kate jackson and harry hamlin it's when it was like a big thing in the 80s where there was like a gay movie in the movie theater and harry hamlin was in it so that's where all of that comes from but in real life i never Okay. You'll this. have to do a whole deep dive. I'm excited for Candy and the gang. I like Candy's mom. I like Candy's mom. What is this show supposed to be about, though? Well, Lady Gang is the restaurant that they have, one of the restaurants that they have in Atlanta. Yes. And Candy and the gang is following Candy and um, her mom, of course, her aunts who opened it. It also looked like it looks like Todd's daughter is in it. Um, it'll feature several of the family members. Real Housewives of Atlanta fans, of course, will recognize Todd, Mama Joyce, um, and then Candy's aunts, Nora and Bertha. OLG has been a fan favorite with lines down the block and classic Southern dishes since it opened. And now it's going to follow all the drama of the crazy family, the restaurant, and the chaos, as well as staff members um, and the staff members hooking up with each other. So it sounds like it's going to be very much like a Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules. Rules. Well, March 6th, 9 p.m. on Bravo. I believe that this will be great. I do, too. I think this has a lot of. um, Yeah, I think this has just a lot of potential, I guess. And by the way, Candy's going to be like the LVP. Yes. I don't think Todd's daughter is in it. I was kind of thinking that Todd's daughter might be featured, but it doesn't look look like it. I think, look, the formula for Vanderpump Rules is 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 good do i think i mean i don't know do i think vanderpump rules is coming back for another season just put it out of its misery everybody i know i don't watch anymore i'm sorry i'm done i can't watch that i i I hope it was so hard to watch this season i'm done i'm done it's for me you know i used to watch every single bravo show and franchise religiously some of them are getting harder you know oc like you and i've talked about it is hard for me to hang in there heather and terry i liked at the start now i i'm i'm personally am over heather like i just wish her luck but i'm just i don't know she doesn't do it for me anymore in reality tv i don't know i just that show i can't get back into really um and and i stand by what i said like i Heather to me is like an Erica Jane or like a Rinna or a Bethany where love or hate, it's like, there's something there. There's something there. Like I, I can't, like, I feel like Heather steals the scenes that she's in. I can't. Well, I think a lot of people agree with you. And like, I don't think she's going anywhere. I don't think she's going anywhere. I think that she's, the ratings are not great for that particular franchise. And that shocks me. I would have thought that the return of Heather would have really, I don't know. I, I I'm a little shocked. Yeah. So you're excited for 
this new candy show. Yes, I I love candy. First of all, I love candy. Anyway, candy is, she's another one to me. That's just an original, you know, I love that candy had a full on serious, serious, serious music career before joining that show. She's a winner. (laughs) Oh my God. Sorry. COVID major, major, major. I mean, you know, candy just posted a picture recently of her writing in the studio with Justin with in sync back in the day, she wrote a song for them. Like I love her so much. Like she, I just, to me, she's such a smart businesswoman. Don't you want to sit with Candy for a day and just have honey? Like I would like to sit with Candy for thirty minutes. Listen, we sometimes we do thirty minutes when there's a whole entourage, agents and managers and networks. I agree to my thirty minutes, and you all hear the interview. Why wasn't it longer? Because there's Bravo and twelve managers involved. We take what we can get here. Um, Spoiled people that get five shows a week. Um, often for an hour or more, but I would love candy has escaped my prowesses and candy Burris. I am coming for you. Like I have tried. I've, my team has tried. We have tried candy. I want candy. I, I, want, I mean, out of everyone on, on, on the, well, candy or Kenya are my top two that I would like. Kenya's to. amazing too. I love, I would Kenya. love, I've got some leads on both of them. I've got some new person in my camp. And she has some leads on both. I would love to talk to Candy. Love. I mean, but I, I'd love to talk to Todd or Mama Joyce. Oh my God. Amazing. And Candy is one of those sleepers. Like I feel like while everyone was just shooting their mouth off and doing drama online, like Candy builds an empire, you know, like I just, I love, I love, anyway, I super respect her. I do. And you know, also what I love about her is like, she is work, 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 work. She's all about the numbers. She gets how it works. And she just wants to make the coin. So I do not mind that. I'm with you. Anything else? Are you watching Summer House? No, I think you texted me about this. I don't watch Summer House or Winter. I don't watch any of the houses on Bravo. Honey, Summer House and Winter. Summer House is gotten so good. Lindsay Hubbard just had in the premiere episode, she opened up that she had like a miscarriage through someone that she met in mm. winter house. You know what it is? It's like, it shouldn't work the formula. It's just a bunch of like 30 somethings who are just getting drunk and partying on camera. And it's just like, mm. I don't know. It's like, I really do. If you think about it, like the demographic of what works on TV traditionally for years, it's not 50 and 60 year old women. I love my housewives being yeah. older, but like, I really think like at the end of the day, like Summer House and Summer House has a long longevity. They have a lot left in them. I do. You know, I told you this. I haven't been watching them. I've been obsessed with season two of Cheer and I am. Oh, yeah. I'm sweating out COVID sweat over here because you have been approached to interview and like a huge list of the stars of Cheer. It is so fucking good, David, as a docu-series, and I know you don't have time because it is a very long eight episodes. It is so good, though. It is so good. Addressing the Jerry Harris. I mean, Jerry Harris was like the most, I mean, he was the Ellen of like young people, of like Gen Z. This just and super- He's the one that that got arrested. I mean, what, he got arrested for like underage- David, he was- born, right? texting 13 and 14 year old girl boys and like wanted to see their buttholes. And like these kids sent them to him. Like it is just like, you're like, there's no way. And where is he? And where is he now? Like, I mean, he he is officially in jail. 
David, there are some bombshell moments around it. Like you think, you know, somebody you have no idea. And then all I will say, I mean, maybe I should just say it. There's this really crazy moment with Monica. Um, he writes Monica a letter from jail and he is like, it's, it's just. But so he, so once again, like with Jen Shaw, they're not showing him in jail, nothing like that. It can't show him in jail. The the producers of Cheer, you know, season two had reached out numerous times to his attorney and to Jerry, but they all were they've refused any interviews. You know, he's awaiting trial. They do a really I mean, I don't blame them at that point. Oh no, nothing he could say at this point. It's so incriminating, right? Before trial, like he can't say anything. So So he just likes underage. It I mean, that's where we're at here. Well, no, no, no. I mean, Netflix, Netflix did reach out with all sorts of options, but it wasn't like I could have closed it. It was just more like, who do you want? And I was just like, I don't really watch it. I don't just say yes to the shows I watch, but I was like, okay, Monica, for sure would kind of be my first choice. I love Monica. Yeah. And then I also had the option of the person that created it, but it just like a lot of people are pitched to me and it never happens, but I would have taken them. I tried to watch the first season of cheer. I watched like one, but Monica also has a book now. So I was like, she can promote her book. She has a book that's out. But, and I said the same thing. I literally, my first question was like, can I talk about Jerry? Can I ask questions? And they were like, it is part of the season. So yeah, but we never got, it just never came to fruition. Oh my God. It is so good. It's just, but I will say, I do think cheer is a, a show that you're either. I couldn't get into it. I tried the first season. It really is like, it's almost, and just like that in not, not like as hated as, and just like that, but it is like a show you're either in or you're not. And I do hear a fair amount of people start it and they're like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't find cheering a sport. Like I just don't get it. So you're right. I I'm obsessed. I'm getting ready to do a full, like when people follow the Sarah Fraser show in the next week, I'm going to do a full deep dive into season two. Cause it is oh, like, so you would have killed if I had these people on let, listen, let me make a call tomorrow for real. I mean, it's like, I haven't followed up cause I have no fucking time and I really don't care, but for you, let me, let me see if I can get Monica <laughs> on this show. Like I really don't care. You know, what show is bad though is selling the Hamptons. Oh, yes. I had Peggy last season on. Should I ask like for it? someone? I mean, here's the thing. Other than... Totally defeated. You're like... No, well, here's the thing. Think? No, here's the thing. Other than New York, I mean, the Hamptons is possibly my second favorite place in the entire world, having traveled to 55 countries and all seven continents. I love the Hamptons. Love. I get it. It's my thing. I hate Fire Island. So... I love the real estate point. I think it helps like knowing the difference between, you know, SAG and, you know, like this, like Luanne de Lesseps has a house in SAG. Like, you know, you go over to Watermill, you see this one, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, yeah, that Elise, Elise Slane and that Ramona Singa over in South. Like, so I love in Wayne Scott, you have that Bob or Kay, you know, Bob or Kay. So I love the Hampton. So I enjoy it. I think maybe because I know the Hamptons and how it works. The real estate porn is so great. I'm a little shocked it's back for a second season, to be honest, but I didn't think it did that well, but yeah. You know what the thing, you know what the thing about Netflix is talk about short attention span. Every new show kind of premieres at number one or high up. And then you have like two weeks to, to get the people like selling Tampa. I got 
colony. Love my colony and Anne Sophie. Hi, girls. Love to have you on behind the velvet rope. It was number one. And now, listen, I think Selling Tampa is going to be back. I don't think they're going to cancel that. But now it's like we're over it, right? We've moved on. Emily in Paris, the best fucking show ever. Darren Starr was number one for like a week. Now we're over it. So I think the Hamptons will do well, but when it really drops, we're going to be over it very soon. But check out the real estate porn, Sarah. Okay, I will. I'm on it. Now I have new shows to watch. Anything else you're loving? Bling Empire's coming back a second season. It's going to be great. Dorothy Wang, it's not announced, but I mean, she's basically filmed it from, you know, Rich Hmm. Kids of Beverly Hills. Yes. Well, Miss Dorothy Wang is going to, why she wasn't there the first season is beyond me. She will be on the second season of uh, Bling Empire. How great is that? Um, Dorothy Wang is everything. I'm very excited. Um, okay. I'm loving it. I, David, I have so many episodes I need to catch up on of yours. Sam champion, who I love. I, I love, I, 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 how I can't believe no, no offense to Sam champion, but I figured this is, you know, a nice, I can't believe how many people DM me that they just love Sam champion. Where does this love come from? Everyone should listen to that episode who hasn't. It was great. Him and his husband. He was our morning weather guy. He was like that breakout morning weather star. And he was a morning weather star when people still gave a damn about morning, um, like, television. You know, I don't think anyone, I can't name anyone under 45 now that watches good morning America or today. I don't, I don't know anyone that cares anymore, but 10 years ago, you remember like, I think people, millennials in our twenties and our thirties, like I think people watched, they still, the today show broke. Basically we are the today show now. And I know people are going to be like, fuck you, but it's true. Podcasts now break more news than news really. So Sammy, we even talked about this on like, no one gives a shit about good morning America anymore, but 10 years ago we all did. And Sam was like this beautiful light on there. He was so good. I mean, I said to him, listen, like people could talk about Mike Woods. They could talk about Al Roker. As far as I'm concerned, I I grew up with you, Sam, like period, the end. That's how I feel too. It's one of these things where he was pitched to me by a really good friend. And I'm like, okay, like his husband and like, they're cool. So I'm like, lovely, lovely episode. Really? They they were so appreciative and like, just like, they were, so I'm glad to, is there any other episode you're excited to listen to besides that? That one, that one really stuck with me because I'm like in love with Sam Champion. And I actually ran into him on the streets in New York. And I was like, he was like walking on a crosswalk and I was walking by and I was like, ah! And like, you could tell he, I think he actually wanted me to say hi, but I was He's like, oh, so starstruck. I just was like, and then he kind of walked by and he and, said now, like you said, he's like, nobody cares. He's like, I'm not a TikTok star. And so it's like, it just, it doesn't matter. Like he I was like, on TikTok locked eyes. And I was like in love with him. Um, but anyway, uh, no, I love all of your shows. Um, you know, like some things that are trending on the Sarah Frazier show, you know, I moved to LA. So people are following that. Um, and the latest episode, I talk about my COVID struggles and my remedy, my COVID remedies. If you want to hear about the symptoms and what I'm doing. And then also, um, I know you and I have talked about her cause she's a well-known, uh, podcaster in New York city, but Taylor Strucker, who used to be a very famous, serious XM. Oh, yeah. She was just on my podcast show. So she was actually talking about what you would appreciate. Um, what do you do when you talk shit about celebrities and they listen to your podcast and then you see them in real life. And it is, I, I just got into a fight with a reality star guy who told me he wouldn't come on my show huh. because he, um, I love a mama's boy on TLC. Matt Ryan is his name. He was part of a couple, Matt and Kim. He said, I'm and not coming on. I, I don't even know. told him to I, fuck off. 
I DM'd him. I said, I was on a live. He was on a live and he was like, oh, it's that girl that talks shit about me and wanted me to come on her show. And I DM'd him and I said, Matt, honest to God, I don't remember what I said. Um, I'm sorry. Like I get really, I get really, you know, just too probably excited about these shows. And he has never responded. And he told me he wouldn't do my show. <laughs> so I guess I, I am all for this. So I, that's why I try. I only do it on Patreon. And listen, I've said before, <sighs> I don't, if you piss me off in real life, like Jill Zarin, like we've had it out, like she came for me. So I told her to go fuck herself and suck my dick. And I will stand behind If I, if I saw Jill Zarin, which eventually I will between New York and I will, I'm not afraid of fucking Jill Zarin, nor am I afraid of any fucking celebrity. I will tell Jill Zarin to suck my fucking dick to her face. If you don't come for me and you don't, you don't, you don't act like you're up here because you're on TV and I'm down here. I have no problem with you. Having said that, I have here, here's some tea for you. Look, it may have nothing to do with that, but like Miss Osefo, who I guess feels herself now, she was on the first season. She's like, oh, I'm not going to change. Yeah. I'm not going to change. Well, you changed more than like 99% of the housewives in the history of housewives between your first season and your second season. And I'm not just talking about your new fucking tits and your ass. I'm talking about like oh, yeah, all of a sudden, right. Like the, the, the professor is everything gone. Yeah. You just want to be a fame whore and sell a goddamn candle with one wick. So that's okay. I have nothing against that, but like, I have a good relationship with her publicist. It was like everything. She was all set to come on my show season two we play, I mean, it was happening and out of nowhere. They were like Eddie fucking, I guess Eddie handles her PR. Like not, not her actual, like her, right? she has a publicist, but I guess her, he's guess he's her administrative assistant. And right. he's like, very nice, very nice. But like respectfully, we're going to like, you're not just passing. This was in, like, it was going to happen with like a date. And, and I'm like, Look, maybe one thing has nothing to do with the other. The rumor is once Nicki Minaj came to the reunion, everyone was on lockdown. See, I'm giving you guys. Tea. I do think that's true because I did reach out to Ashley Darby, who has been a friend, been on the show, my podcast multiple times. And she, yeah, none of them would speak. Like I heard, right. I heard once that, but I'll, you know, your mind goes to like, I don't talk on my show when I go on other podcasts and you say things to me, like who's the next scandal after Erica and your prediction, PK and Dory. That was my answer at the time. PK fucking DM me. We had a huge fight. Again, I am, I'm a lawyer. I am not afraid of, if you walk yeah, in, now, lawyers are, if yeah. you walk in here now with a gun, I'm actually scared. If I go swimming in the fucking ocean and I see a fucking fin, I'm scared. Other than that, you don't fucking scare me in life. That's just, I'm not going to have a lobotomy at this age. Nobody scares me. So I'm not looking for drama. I love everyone. Everyone truly is a 10 out of 10. I love human society. When you personally come at me, I will fucking fight back. So like a Jill Zared, who, and let me tell you, when they come at you, they think that you are a little sub bitch because they are on TV period the See, end you're it really starts good. at a like you are you are gonna you are gonna now I'm gonna intimidate you I mean that's what it is it's not coming from like one human being to another it's coming from like I am Jill Zara and you will bow down because I'm almighty powerful you're not powerful of anything I mean in my circles I'm more powerful than you bitch same thing with PK when he approached me it was an approach of like you're gonna bow down because you're a scumbag like low-level podcaster who makes a dollar mm not so quite honey back up 
do, do your research. So like when you come for me and mm. think I'm going to crumble and be scared, that's so that's, that's the only time I talk about you is when you come for me. But so with Wendy, I was like, well, this is weird. Maybe, maybe it's just in my head. And it was Nicki Minaj, but I was like, Jesus, did I ever say anything bad about Wendy? And the only thing I ever said about her was that she changed a lot. Like, honey, if you can't handle that. And so I'm sure like, it's just in my head, maybe, but same thing. So I agree. That's a very interesting conversation you guys have. And what did Taylor say? Like, it is, listen, it is awkward. I mean, she, I, she said basically what we're saying. She just says, you gotta that do what you gotta do. She had a huge issue with Jax. Um, they, they all did not get along for a while. And then they were able to kind of reconcile after some things that she had said. Um, and then there's somebody on summer house or winter house that she really went in on. And she just said that they will never be friends ever again. But we, we just talked about the struggle of trying to do our jobs because I, I always say this and I'm, tr- I don't know. I always say, you know, I have a heart of gold, but a mouth of trash. Like I, I'm trying to be better because I genuinely really like most of the people that I watch. I'm fascinated because they're humans, right? They make mistakes like we all do. And I'm just giving my opinion as an audience member. I'm trying to represent the audience and, and say, these are the things at home that we sit there and are throwing popcorn at the screen at you at the moment. And that's what we're thinking. And I genuinely hope you don't take it personally because I just feel like that in that episode, but it's not that I don't like you overall as a person, but a lot of people, I mean, you know, some people understand that and get what we do as, as I, I think entertaining critics and some people find it very, they take it very personal. Enough for nothing. Like you're making money. This is the job where people are going to talk about you. It's not like, we're not really saying, so yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I get it. Listen, I mean, I have had, well, I get in trouble for things that I don't say I get in trouble because of my fucking guess. It's not about me. You know, so like you I've had, you know, how many New Jersey filmings I've gone to. So like I had during the season, Kim D, one of my really good friends on repeatedly, she's always oh, requested all and yeah. she fucking trashes Teresa trashes. And then I'm at Margaret's fucking pride party. And like, I mean, this is literally after like episodes came out, Jackie's like, oh, I heard Kim on your show. I mean, people listened. And then I'm like face to face with Teresa. I just like turned and walked away. I like, I I don't need to talk to you. Like, I don't need to, like, it wasn't awkward. She didn't say anything, but I'm like, I mean, Jackie's telling me she looks like, I truly believe this is what I believe after three years of doing this show. When it's your franchise and it's happening and it's blowing up, you're listening. Like the Dallas girls, are like, mm. Miami's all like, oh, you had this. Like they all know, especially when it's not like, I feel that they all know, especially outside Beverly Hills. They all listen. Like, I'm not saying, oh, everyone listens to my podcast, but it gets back. And what you think no one hears, they all do. Oh, yeah, yeah here. Um, David, I have to love you and leave you. No, listen, honey. My family has COVID. I unfortunately, we said one hour and it's been one hour. Um, where, okay. So everyone could follow me at behind, well, at behind velvet rope on Instagram, behind the velvet rope, wherever podcasts are found. Sarah, it's been an hour. You don't need to apologize. Everyone, Mm -hmm. they know you're going to be back. So behind the velvet rope, wherever podcasts are fine, where can we follow you? I'm on TikTok at the Sarah Fraser show and Instagram at the Sarah Fraser show. You can listen to brand new episodes Monday through Wednesday, you know, Spotify, Apple, everywhere podcasts are released. The Sarah Fraser show. Love you, David. Love you. Keep in touch. We're going to do this again soon. Hope your family feels better. Thank you. Bye. 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 See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. 
because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.